Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello and welcome, welcome to Kim and Cat. Stay alive! Maybe! We are a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And this week, I, Kim Burns, am going to try to stay alive. And I, Ketrin Porter, am going to try to kill her. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, I'm not. I never try to kill you. Thank you. I just try to lead you th- through. To danger. So you yeah, exactly. Um, a little ASMR for everybody. Gina holds out. Then, oh, that's lame. <laughs> Tits <Tits-tits> out. <laughs> I thought it was gonna have a nice like. <laughs> Instead, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm finishing the last pumpkin ale that you brought. No, pumpkin cider. Cider that you brought me. It's very yummo. I think what? that was yours. I, it's, it doesn't matter. I, <laughs> I had thoughts about what you were saying, but I was like, that's not worth putting onto a recording. But here we are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then you looked at me with a weird face because you knew my thoughts were working. Uh, your thoughts were working. And it, I was like, what is happening? What did I do wrong? What's on my face? What's the emergency? It doesn't matter. And the, the pumpkin cider was yours. The pumpkin <laughs> ale was what I brought. And that's, that's why I didn't taste the pumpkin cider. I don't know what the pumpkin cider tastes like. Hope it's good. Enjoy. I'm Honestly, I'm really glad that we sorted this out. Mm-hmm. Live. Cool. Yep. Um, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of tired. I'm just feel tired. But I went for a walk in the sunshine today and that was nice. That's great. Um, I feel the same. I feel... Um, I, I mean, obviously things are looking up. Yeah. But there was definitely uh, a moment of like, wait, why do I not feel utter ecstatic jubilation now just all the time? 
And it's like, I realized like jubilation is not the opposite of four years of stress. It's actually no. the opposite is exhaustion. So I think that's what. Yeah. And with. it's still not like. It's know, not done. It's not in the present currently. So yeah. For sure. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's we've been gaslit and abused for four years. So even though this is like <laughs> I had like a a cry in the car about it because uh, yeah. I was abused like as a kid in my household. And so like my old my goal was always to like get the fuck out. And yeah. so it's like that moment of like getting my acceptance letters to college but, like, I still have two months at home kind of thing. Yes. Like, I know I'm almost out. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so – that's um, such a good analogy. But, yeah, really it was – uh, I had a good cry about it because I was – it just – it was very similar feelings, like, for anyone who's been through trauma, which is why I don't listen to his voice, haven't watched mm-hmm. a fucking thing he's done or said in a long time Yeah, um, as, like, a protection because it is a trigger for anyone who's been through trauma, but – yeah. yeah. Well, you had to explain that to me, um, you know, about. Yeah. Uh, like it's less than like, oh, I hate him. He sucks. Or less. I mean, it's more than like, oh, I hate him, you know, whatever, which everyone does. But like, like, I'm like, no, like, don't show me. I don't want to hear his voice. Like, yeah. And it's like a personal protection thing. Like, it's not just like that guy sucks. Um, totally. For, for for me. And I think everyone, honestly, I think we were all kind of, you know, the whole country has been like gaslit and it's a whole cult mentality. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. And I obviously don't wish, uh, an expertise in abuse on anyone, but I was, (laughs) no, I was appreciative that like I was having these feelings and you were like, I've identified them here. Yeah. 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 That's so true. Like I was like, (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, like I don't feel worried about it because I'm like oh I know how to get through this and I know how to survive and thrive and stuff like that so I guess I have a a one-up yeah (laughs) I mean you do um yeah as compared to others who maybe haven't experienced yeah yeah totally it's how Uh, I feel when people are like I'm depressed and want to kill myself and I'm like oh cool I I got a playbook for that Um, but yeah, it's been a, other than that, it's been a great week and I'm happy about in general where I see my mental state going. Nice. So I love hearing I like that. that. Love yeah. hearing that. I love that journey for you. I Thank you. I love that journey for me too. Uh, <laughs> what else? What did I do? This is not a horror recommendation, but, uh, well, it's kind of a horror in a in a different kind of way. I watched Tim Heidecker's uh YouTube special last night and it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen to date I in my know life. Who that is. You do. Uh the Tim and Eric awesome show great job and then also he played Elizabeth Moss's husband in Us husband and us oh okay 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 so that's tim heidecker and his brand of comedy is super fucking weird i don't know how like i don't know how else to describe it but it Mm -hmm. was like this fucking character study of bad comedians and it was an hour of it 
and it was just and I'm explaining it horribly yeah I was like uh, I mean that sounds like nothing I want to watch but sounds good I'm glad you liked it <laughs> I I need you to watch it because I need to talk to you about it like as an actor I need you to talk to I need to talk to you about it I don't know is it like Great British it, Baking Show good or no there are no breads being baked on stage like how close is the texture is it open <laughs> texture? Does it spring back when you push it? <laughs> What's the bake? Is there a soggy bottom? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, also, I guess if we're on the topic, we're all clear that Paul Hollywood can get it, right? Uh, not for me, but... What? Paul, Ho- Paul Hollywood can't get any of you? No. Don't you want him to just, like, push your soggy bottom a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. This is strange. Well, but you know what? It's one of the great things about our friendship. We never fought over dudes. <laughs> like he's just kind a smoke of show? A dick. Oh, I, I see. Guess. I is see how the patterns play. To me, he's just I mean, it's a like confident it's silver a, fox. It's like on purpose now a little bit, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Well, more for me, Paul Hollywood. Like I don't, I think I'd take Noel over Paul Hollywood. Noel. <laughs> well, this works out great. It's like it's like we're at a we bar in our early twenties, all some over vampire again. sex. <laughs> and I would like to have some bread sex. <laughs> well, this was a great British baking show podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I hope, totally hope that any it. of you have watched it, considering <laughs> what we normally talk about. So, so I highly far recommend our... it. So, just so yeah. you know. So far <laughs> on our horror movie comedy podcast, we have talked about uh, a stand-up special and Great British Baking Show. So we're here bringing you what you tuned in for. I just love it. I actually ran. I I've been through the. I like this week. I got through the whole thing, and so now I'm. Maybe that's why I'm tired. I'm just like, what do I have to live for anymore? I don't have any more Great British Baking Show to watch. I know. I know. Being caught up is the worst. It's it's just it's exactly what we all need right now too. I think is is also what it is. It's the it's the very salve. Yeah, I mean, I I saved it up. I could have been done with that show long ago, and I purposely saved it. I was like, "Mm," like I was like the little (laughs) the little boy in Never Ending Story when he's like, not too much. He's like, not too too much. Saves it for later. (laughs) That fucking little boy was was extra before extra was even a thing like he was oh my god that little fucking boy I love him I can't even think about that movie though without thinking about the horse so thank you Uh, (laughs) um cool I don't have any oh what you know what I want to start announcing telling people what guys we're doing a Christmas live show we're gonna do one we are doing it on December 12th, 1212, and it's $12. 12, 12, 12, 12. Uh, So it's going to be streaming live, obviously, because <laughs> we're all about to go into full-blown lockdown again. <laughs> so um, come watch our show. It's going to yeah. be great. That's all we know about it so far. <laughs> yeah. 
but we're, that we're gonna, doing it. <clears throat> yeah. So mark your, <coughs> excuse me, mark your calendars for twelve twelve. Bring and your jollies, uh, yeah, and your hollies, and let's yeah. get physical, physical. Oh God, <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> Please do. What I like is that we don't even have to politely ask anyone to see themselves out anymore. They just do it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Tim and Brian on a civil gore always do. They'll like tweet something at me. And then before I can even say, see yourself out, they're like, no, 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 we're 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 gone. (laughs) It's my favorite. I love it. Um, Well, I'm ready to go if you are. I guess so. I don't know what else to talk about. I have nothing going on in my life except for this podcast. (laughs) And... And, and Great British Baking Show. And apparently Great British Baking Show. And not watching Tim Heidecker like I asked yeah, you to. And, so that's what's going on for you. cult documentaries. That's Are there new cult documentaries that I haven't seen? There's two on Nexium, And then there's like I... a new season of the Scientology one. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. Unsolved Mysteries too. Yeah. Um, I ju- Did you watch that all the way through? Not the already? new one they just put out. Okay. Um, for some reason, episode four takes place in uh, in reference to the tsunami that happened in 2004 or five or something. And so everyone is speaking in a different language and there are no subtitles on the episode. And I'm wondering if it's a mistake with like the upload onto Netflix. So if you could go investigate that on your end for me, please. That would I be will great. check that out. There's a movie on Netflix called The Impossible that I watched the other day, it was like over the weekend when I just cried constantly. Oh, right. uh-huh. And then I decided to watch The Impossible, which is about a family going through the, the tsunami in Thailand. And I just oh. cried more. And I was like, That's- well, I just cried everything. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. No, this is an episode of Unsolved Mysteries where after the tsunami, a bunch of people had unexplained experiences. Ooh. But what's weird is like, I always have the captions on, like, or the subtitles on, like, basically just from, like, having to take notes on horror movies. Like, now I just have it on. Um, And there was another episode that took place in Oslo. And so occasionally they would be speaking Norwegian. And, like, that would come up with, like, the English subtitles for me. This episode, it has the, the, it had the Japanese on there Mm -hmm. but not for me to so they were speaking in a different language and it was written in a different (laughs) subtitles so I was like what is happening so I need you all to go watch that episode and tell me if my Netflix is fucked up further and see if that was just a a Ketron fuck up I how could I have fucked it up I bet there's probably a real easy fix bitch okay I I challenge thee I challenge thee (laughs) to tell me how I thee fucked it up (laughs) um but the impossible is great if you wanna i don't know i loved it it was great i cried and that's and it's a documentary no 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 no. uh like ewan mcgregor's in it and naomi watts oh okay it's pretty horrific uh i don't know if i have it in me we'll see but it's it's an inspiring survival story Oh, okay. Maybe I'd like to survive or be inspired to do so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm going to take you on a little journey. Would you like to come with me? I would like that. I don't know what this journey is at all, so I'm excited to hear. Great. 
so this is our Patreon pick. Oh, right. And what did they pick for me? It was close. Uh, it was 11 to 0 to 0 for this one. Whoa! <laughs> oh! Yeah. <laughs> so um, we are going to hear about the 2002 Ghost Ship. Ooh. Yeah. Which I learned about from uh, hearing about its iconic first scene. So I will tell you about that when we get there. Uh, It is written by Mark Hanlon and directed by Steve Beck, who has really only directed anything that... uh, He directed 13 Ghosts, Oh, but then has just been doing um, really well-paying commercials. So good on you, Betty. Get it, guy. It's great. Um, It has uh, Juliana Margulies, Gabriel (gasps) Byrne. I love Juliana Margulies. Yeah. She's... I love Juliana Margulies. Do you? Yeah, she's pretty great in this. Then it's also Carl Urban, who... Do you watch The Boys? No. Okay. He's Butcher. You'd recognize him. In, he's Butcher in The Boys. Uh, then we have Ron Eldard, who I was like, I had a crush on you as a child. What did I see you in that I had a crush on you as a child? And I couldn't figure it out because he's also basically been in, like, everything you've ever watched. So I was like, what was it? Like, he was in that show Men Behaving Badly. So I was like, is that where, like, 96, 97? No. He was in Drop Dead Fred (gasps) as, like, the good boyfriend. Oh, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. Because in my head I was like, I see him. I'm a child in the club room and he's wearing an earring. And I, I have a crush on you. <laughs> Why? Dead Drop dead. Friend. Yeah. Oh, so best. Such a good, oh God, it's such a good movie. So good. Um, And then Isaiah Washington as well. Oh, I love that. So what'd you say? I love him. Oh, okay. All right. So here we go. So we have Dead or Alive's Jules, who's Juliana Margulies. Alive. Uh, Gabriel Byrne, Gabe. Gabriel Byrne, mm-hmm. ooh, alive. Uh, remember Dodge. Gabriel Byrne and Hereditary? I do. I very much do. And his alive or not alive moment. Ooh, I also remember that. Thanks for reminding me. I just love having that image planted in my brain. Or we just, <laughs> she kept going, guys. I was just waiting patiently and it just kept going. I think she short circuited. Um, then we have Dodge, who's, Dodge. who's Drop Dead Fred. Dodge is dead. Greer, who's Isaiah Washington. Dead. Uh, heavy metal guy. <laughs> alive we love our heavy metal guys we really do yeah what's this uh, one is he the cousin what cousin is this we got heavy metal santos oh wow heavy metal jeff heavy metal randy and heavy metal santos yeah yeah it's uh we're growing quite the family of the heavy metals heavy 
Heavy Metal Santos seems like the one who like would be breaking up fights mm-hmm. between, between the two, the other two, Jeff and Randy, because like right. I don't see him as like really being on fire for God or being on fire for Satan. Like I think he's just on fire for music. Um, oh, his he's in the Church of Heavy Metal. Like truly. yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, is he alive or dead? Uh, alive. I'm gonna keep my my heavy metal family alive because I love them. Great. Uh, newbie. Dead. And Butcher. Dead. Not bad. Oh, hooray. Not, not bad. fantastic for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ghost ship. Ghost ship. Here we go. Ghost ship. So. Ghost ship. We open on a beautiful cruise ship. And there are people in evening gowns and waiters in white tie with white gloves. And everyone is dancing. And there is a band playing on stage. And the lead singer is this beautiful lady in red with like a strapless long satin ball gown and red gloves. And it's all just very posh and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Red tie and red gloves. Did I say red tie and red gloves? No, you said white said? tie and white gloves. Oh. So I just figured she was in red tie and red, red gloves. Red tie and red gloves. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, she's singing in Italian. And all the grown-ups are... Dan- or I, I'm sorry, are you about to sing in Italian for us? I was, but I kept it inside. I just did hand movements instead. I mean, I saw it in your eyes. I saw the musical notes in your eyes, so it was lovely. <laughs> um so everyone's dancing, and then there's this little girl sitting on, like, a bench, and she just looks bored, you know? And she's, like, dressed like Pollyanna, so, like, I couldn't – I was, like, what time period are you? I don't understand what's happening. But she's also very young, so it could just be, like, this is – she dresses – that's her form. What does, like, Pollyanna of. look like? Like Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Like that kind of outfit. Um and then a waiter comes over and like he play she has this like puzzle where it's like it's a bunch of uh blocks that are connected on a string that's pulled very taut and you can move the blocks around to kind of have it spell words and things like that it's okay. like a kids toy or a puzzle or something um and so like the waiter comes over and he like sees that she's bored. So he takes the toy from her and he like makes it spell welcome aboard. And welcome aboard. Like, Cute. Like, oh, thanks. And uh, then an old man server uh, comes over and he like asks her to dance. And um, she's like, oh, like she just likes people are just trying to keep her entertained because she's by herself. And as this is happening, we then go to a different part of the boat. Where we see a gloved hand, but like a uh, like a utility gloved hand, not like a white gloved ah, hand or red um, glove. utility glove. A lot of gloves in this. Wow. It's, it's, it's a, a real, very glove heavy movie. It's a real glove box up in this piece. So <laughs> goodbye. See ya. You don't even have to tell me. I'm out. <laughs> so bad. So bad. It, it wasn't even like it was bad. Okay. <laughs> So we see this like hand like flip a flip a lever, but like we don't know where we are in the boat. I don't believe that either of us are boat experts. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know, we're not and definitely not cruise ship 
experts. not cruise ship. No, I mean, I did go on a cruise ship in fifth grade, but I think that's my only cruise ship experience. Okay. But at no point were you driving it or pulling or pushing levers. I'm uh, I was not. I, I know that boats are, are the cousin of cars, which I'm an expert on, but uh-huh. um, so I'm, you know, close the- to it, but a cruise ship is... Is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the monster truck of boats. <laughs> it is the monster truck of boats, for sure. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? Absolutely not. Oh, really? No. My um, my uh, grandfather and my two great aunts used to go on cruise ships all the time when the three of them were all still alive. So uh, yeah. FB, Babby, and Pila. And they loved it. They would like go on cruise ships like to Antarctica and Ooh, stuff. Ooh, that's cool. So they loved it, but then there were also stories of, like, when the entire fucking boat got the fucking flu, you know? Like, just shit like that. Like, there's just no way to, like, get off or on the boat. And I think just one or two too many of those stories, I was just kind of like, I I don't need to get on a cruise ship. And then also, like, with COVID, where it was, like, all of those fucking people that were just Now, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I was saying, in fifth grade. So it's a long time. I didn't have right. a lot of research right. behind my yeah. cruise ship. I'm just saying, I've over the years, I've developed opinions about cruise ships that yeah, I didn't yeah, previously yeah. have. Yeah. So. We went to Disney World and then on the big red boat, which took us to like like the Bahamas and stuff like that, I think. Kind of like Caribbean Ooh. islands or something like that. You kind of hopped around islands or whatever. But it was like really fucking fun as a kid. Wait, because they have, did you go with your family or school? I went with my cousins. I went with family, but not like my immediate family. Oh, okay. It was like my cousins and my cousin who's like my aunt cousin, you know, and then mm-hmm. another aunt, I think, and then my closest cousins that are like my brothers. Um, that was the infamous moment of me because we had to leave the country basically for that to get on the cruise ship and like go mm-hmm. to the islands. And that was the infamous moment where I found out I didn't have my second middle name. Oh, that's it was the right. Ship. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Was... You have some really vivid <sighs> cruise ship connections. I, I really do. I actually like <laughs> they just put on so much fun stuff for kids. Like there's a whole kids section that they do and they really keep you entertained. It was very fun. And then I had a pen pal from the cruise for a very long time <laughs> after that. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. It Your was, little cruise ship pen pal. It was a great time. And there are still from that trip things that my family will bring up and make fun of me for. Like in that, we're pulling out naked pictures of you in the bathtub way. Like to yeah. this day, they still talk about it. I love it. Oh, I my wish cousins. you still had your cruise ship pen pal. That would be. I know. That would be really cute. But I, we became virtual friends, but it just didn't happen in time. So. Sure. Sure. So sad. So, um. Pulling a lever, and so we're getting uh, two things happening. So we're seeing this lovely, posh party happening. And then we're also seeing that the lever that was pulled is winding up on, like, a giant spool, a very, very thick, taut, giant wire. Okay. Okay. I see it. So it's winding it up. And we see that it is sort of caught around something uh it just you don't you never see like the actual aerial view of what's happening we're just Mm -hmm. sort of seeing that something is is awry and so everyone's dancing and then all of a sudden 
we see this wire in slow motion getting pulled taut across the dance floor. And so we see orchids sliced off at the top. And then we just hear until it comes to the other side and the wire is covered in blood. And everyone... Uh, what? Every all of the dancers, the music has stopped, and they're all just standing there, silently staring, perfectly still. And then their torsos all fall <gasps> to the floor, <laughs> and they're still alive. So it's panning around. And there are people like there's a woman who's trying to like grab her bottom half to like pull it back no. over to herself. No, I like my bottom half connected to my top half. And there's like we see one guy who like his wife's lower body starts to fall. So he's like holding her torso up by her dance hands. But then his lower body falls and it's, nobody is connected where they're supposed to be connected. No. But they're all still alive. So then we come to the little girl and the old man waiter. He saw this coming. Right. So he ducked like to cover her. Yeah. So his head is sliced in half. Oof. And she's fine. So she's the last one standing. And just looking around at a whole bunch of body halves. And she just <laughs> screams and runs through the torsos and lower halves. <laughs> oh, no. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's the opening scene. <laughs> what? I don't want my torso to be. No. <laughs> Not to connect it to my bottoms no and also like if it should happen to become disconnected i would like to be dead immediately and not know about it i don't want to have to think about whether i should try to connect it talk about this about chickens with their head cut off kind of thing we did can we postmortem that this might be already on a postmortem list but how long i think the postmortem was how long yeah because it was from idle hands how long Mm. the body can live or head can live like when the head is separated, but I'd love to know a torso separation as well. I mean, it's got to be a minute because it's like your heart, yeah, it's still pumping, is, is still pumping, and your brain is still there. <laughs> so it's like no. So it's like basically you would bleed out. Like obviously it's uh, going to fuck up your internal organs, but that's not going to kill you right away. So yeah, <laughs> that. It's not That's great, up there. Man. That's up there yeah. with one of my least favorite ways to die. Yeah. It was a real bummer. So that's our opening scene. Wow. Your postmortem is going to just be all kinds of how long does the body live, <laughs> depending on just... where it gets sliced. Yeah. And I'm just half. going to dive right in with a big smile on my face because I love that shit. Okay. So now we cut to a rough and tumble ship's crew. And we got Juliana yeah. Margulies, and yeah. we got Isaiah Washington, yeah. and Gabriel Byrne, yeah. and Ron Eldard, and Carl Ooh. Urban? Yeah. Carl Urban? Yeah, Carl Urban. 
Oh, Keith Urban. That's what I was thinking. It's Carl Urban. And they're all like, we know ships and we're a tugboat and we're saving this wreckage. And oh, my God, like there's a hole down here. Juliana, don't do it. She's like, I can fix it. No. Oh, my God. She fix it. High five, everybody. So it's like this is our crew. All right. Okay. So now we cut to them celebrating in like a real fisherman's bar. Okay. Okay. And they're splitting the money between them and cheersing. Like, and they've what got kind a of boat of... do they do? Have? It's a, so so. Yeah, I'll just tell you. It's it's explained to us in like two seconds. But so basically, they are salvagers of wreck it, wrecked ships. So what they do is they um... get their tugboat and they um, pull in wrecks. Okay. okay. Um. But they've got to do a lot of fixing it because it's like, you know, you don't want to be pulling a, a boat that is taking on water actively. So it's like you've got to okay, plug okay, up okay, the okay. holes first. Yeah. Um, so that's what they do. And they're, they're um, you know, kind of independent contractor, rough and tumble kind of people because they're like paid in cash. Because it's like there's stuff that's on wreck- wrecked ships that is worth money. So it's like that's what they're doing. Okay. Okay. So we cut to them celebrating in the bar, lots of toasts, lots of quips about sea life and about the sea, things like that. And I learned that um, boat people are similar to car people in that they both are fucking their they vessels. Like to fuck clearly. Boats. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So we have these these people are one hundred percent fornicating with various boats. You know what? That tracks. They're into it. Um. So they're all celebrating and then this dude comes over and he's kind of shy and he's like goes up to Gabe and he's Gabriel Byrne and he's like, hey, like, I know you. And he's like, I'm a pilot and I I have a project for you. And they're all kind of like, get out of here. Who are you? Blah. And they sh- he shows them a picture and it's an aerial view of a giant cruise ship. That's floating in the ocean along the Bering Strait, which is like a very, very cold part of the ocean up towards Alaska, I think. I believe it is what connects Russia to Alaska. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Bering Strait. Very cold. Great. Um, well, we can post more on that. <laughs> great. Uh, and he's like, uh, I saw the ship in my aerial. Uh, I took a picture of it when I was flying my plane. And he's like, it shouldn't be there. Like, there's no reason that it should be there. And he's like, I want you to help me find it. And he's like, I want a 20% finder's fee. So they're all kind of, like, discussing it amongst themselves. And not everyone wants to do it because they've just been out for, like, a long time. Um, Greer, who's Isaiah Washington, is like, I'm getting married in a month. Like, I should probably get home, you know. And, like, they're all tired. So question number one, Kim. Yes. Do you go um, and do they go? Now, remember, this guy is not paying them. This guy is like, somebody will surely pay you for that. Let's go get it. And I want 20%. Mm-hmm. So do you go? Do they go? Um, I'm going to go see my fiance and get married and go home. We just made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. I love – I need some family life. I need to like de – recoup for dc leg yourself yes 
<laughs> Never heard of sea legs? Rest and rejuvenate. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have heard of sea legs. <laughs> Just not DC legging myself. <laughs> um, and I think that they go. First question, first double ding. Oh, You're yeah. You're fucking killing Bitches, it. And I'm going to fuck this boat so hard. Fuck it, yeah. fuck it, double ding boat. Question two is coming up right now because newbie says, I want to come with you. And they're like, no, we don't want to be like taking care of someone who doesn't know how to be on a boat. And newbie is like, but I also don't want you to fuck me uh, on the money. Like I want 20%. So if like, I want to make sure that you are keep to your word kind of thing. So question number two the crew, do they agree to let him come? And do you agree to let him come? Ooh, great question. I'm going to say that they do allow him to come. And I will as well hand in hand, question mark. Ooh. They do let him come. Bad choice. Um, yeah, but we're not going to know why. Sure. And it's also still a little nebulous. So, all right. So, here we are. We're going out to get the boat. Uh, they're on their little tugboat. They're all having a good time. Heavy Metal is at the wheel driving. And he is just raging so hard yeah. to fucking metal and juliana uh jules is down sh- downstairs shaving uh greer's head and like they're all just drinking beers and make some gay jokes about navy boys because i guess we were still doing gay jokes in 2002 mm-hmm. um i don't know when those stopped but mm-hmm. they hadn't here uh and then heavy metal see something on that little spinny radar, you know, where it's like it's uh, yeah. a circle uh-huh. the and boop, it spins around. Boop, boop. Exactly. He sees something and he's like, what the fuck? And then it cuts back down to the underground part below deck and like newbie is like seasick. Like he's just like, this sucks. Oh. And they're like, told ya. Um, and heavy metal. First time fucking a boat, it happens. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it gets a little, little... Nope, lost it. Little Sorry. Uh, little... I, I had Sorry? an analogy. What? I had a metaphor. What's it that? left my brain. Uh, so I'm going to follow it and see myself out. Um, <laughs> so we cut back to heavy metal and he like seems confused. Like he's like, this shouldn't be blooping here. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Back downstairs, Jules is just kind of giving us some backstory and she's like these guys are like my family blah 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 um Gabe is like a father to her we're just kind of getting the lay of the land heavy metal then gets on the walkie-talkie and he's like Gabe you've got to come up here some shit is weird on my bloop and so Gabe goes up and as soon as he gets there it's not there so he's like what the fuck is your problem oh and Heavy Metal is like, no, I fucking saw it. And so he like hits it and it bloops again. And he's like, see, this is this is what I'm talking about. And so Gabe tells Dodge, who's Ron Eldered, Drop Dead Fred. uh, He's like, go up to the big light, like the big spotlight. And he's like, go see if there's like something there. 
And <clears throat> so they start trying to radio to the other to whatever is out there because like that's the thing is like it's kind of like air traffic control there's like sea traffic control where it's like all boats are supposed to be on like a frequency where you can be like hey who are you in the Uh, water okay yeah 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 um nothing like no response nothing he's up there with the light can't see anything giant fucking boat like (laughs) giant fucking boat just right fucking there and it's so big it gave me immediate anxiety and it's like they're coming up on it. And so like heavy metal has to like put the brakes on the skirt. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, what yeah. are brakes yeah. on the water? <laughs> and so it's still like going towards the big giant boat and fucking Dodge is up there and he almost gets smooshed. <gasps> smooshed. Between the two. So it Oh, because he's like on the front front? Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, okay. And it's like he nobody like nobody would have been going that fast nobody would have been whatever um so we almost get smooshed he doesn't it's a giant ocean liner it appears to have seen better better days it's just a big pile of rust in the ocean but you can kind of see the name on it so like gabe appears to like recognize the name of the ocean liner and so they're like do you know this boat And Gabe is like, only in my dreams. And I was like, God, boat people really do fuck their boats. And then they (laughs) fantasize about fucking other boats. Like, this is really what's happening. (laughs) And he's like, this boat was reported missing in 1962. uh, But it was super weird because, like, there were no distress calls made. Like, there was nothing. Like, it just disappeared and it's been one of the great mysteries and like now we just crashed into it so he also then says he's like under maritime law she's ours um basically it's like and i kind of want to post more to maritime law as well because they reference it a couple times where right. i'm like are you making this up for the movie, for the plot? or is Lawyer this me, bitch. Yeah, because basically maritime law states that if something is found in international waters, it's finders keepers. Like, that's the official maritime law is finders keepers. <laughs> Sounds great. I was like, okay. I guess maybe so, that's what... Aren't there reality shows about that now where they're like... Deep... Deep digging for gold. <laughs> Whatever. The f- I don't know. Like deep digging for gold. Sea um, gold. Tre- treasure. Treasure gold. I mean, I guess. I mean, it sounds like a great show I'd probably watch. But I, th- I, I think it exists where people just go and find treasure Ooh, in the sea. That great. Well, this. um, Hold that thought. Hold that treasure seeking thought, would you? I'm not saying I want to do it. I'm just saying. Right. Sure. So I think it exists on TV. So now the tugboat is uh, has a big crane on it that gets them onto bigger boats. It's literally a crane. Okay. Uh, Greer reminds them to keep all of their channels open uh, to, to walkie-talkie. And... Um, Greer stays on the tugboat and they're all they all make newbies stay on the tugboat too. Sure. Because they're like, don't get in the way. Like mm-hmm. we can't of with you. Um so now Jules, Gabe, Butcher, and Dodge 
uh, are all on the wreck, okay? Greer and Newby are on the tugboat. And uh, Greer is telling Newby, like, Jules is like a daughter to Gabe, and he'd be lost without her. So they're on the ship, and they're looking around, and they see that there are no lifeboats, no life jackets, nothing. And so they're like, are you sure there were no survivors? Because, Mm -hmm. like... Looks like people got off. Right. And Gabe is like, no. I mean, as far as I know. And so they head into the bows of the ship, Mm. you know. And Gabe is just like, it's a beauty. And I'm like, whoa, don't let your boner hit you in the eye, dude. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) It's, yeah, it was inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's like, whoever was here sure left in a hurry. Like, they're able to see that from whatever the fuck. So now they come to, like, the fancy part of the boat, like, where parties would be held. I don't know. You're the the cruise ship expert Expert. where the parties would happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I see it. Yeah. Uh, And they start making jokes about, like, the love boat. (laughs) And they're like, it looks like we missed a party because there's still remnants of a party around. Wow. And Butcher comes to a big giant grandfather clock and it's still ticking. The little pendulum is still swinging. That is cray. Yeah. So he goes over to it and he goes to touch it and it stops. He's like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) And so... They're like, oh, shit. And they kind of make fun of him for, like, jumping, you know. Like, they're like, uh. Uh, And then they walk away. But the camera stays on a little table next to the clock. And we see the little wooden block word puzzle. And it moves itself to say, welcome aboard. Oh, no. So. Gabe then tells Jules, he's like, there were over 600 people on this cruise. They were the creme de la creme of people. And then there was over a 500-person crew from Italy. So that's who was on this fucking boat. Uh, We cut back to Greer, who's on the tugboat. He appears to be having issues with the radio. Like, he's just, like, getting static on all of the channels. Mm -hmm. Now we cut back to the wreck. So I guess I'll say the tug and the wreck. If that's clear. The tug and the rack. Yep. Got it. Uh, they come to this big door that's got like one of those turny wheels on it to open it like a vault. And they're yep. like, I think this gets us to the bridge. And the bridge is basically, I guess, where the control center yeah. is of everything. Cool. <laughs> Why am I telling you? You're <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's where like, the captain is. <laughs> yeah. So it's also Gabe- from Star Trek. So, Oh, sure. Yes. <laughs> Didn't know you were a Trekkie as well. I guess all ships. Kim is just into all ships, <laughs> all cars, all all modes of transportation. Kim I does know, not I know them all. I fuck them yeah. all. <laughs> so Gabe opens it, goes in. Back with Newbie and Greer. Uh, Newbie is just like, what's wrong with your walkie? And Greer's like, I don't know. So now we go back to the wreck. Butcher goes through the door first. 
So like Gabe goes to go in and then Butcher's like, no, let me go first. And as he goes through, falls through the floor. Oh, And he's like, ah, ah. And Jules is the one who's right behind him. So Mm -hmm. like she's trying to hold him. But like clearly her upper body strength is like, right. It's hard. And it's a, it's a big drop down (gasps) to the bottom. So she's like trying to hold him. And she's looking down through the hole. And she sees like a large staircase down below, like a fancy staircase. And there's a little girl standing on the staircase. <laughs> so she's trying to use her upper body strength and also deal with a ghost child on the stairs. <laughs> and so they finally like pull him back up and he starts kind of like maniacally laughing. And it's just like, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> he's like, that was crazy. Am I right? <laughs> So, question. <laughs> yeah. Valid reaction. <laughs> yeah. I am pretty positive that, like, if I were to fall through the floor, it would be first my own shit hitting the floor and then me. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely. Sure. Yeah, I'd shit my pants. 100%. So, question three. <laughs> Just out of sheer <laughs> surprise, probably more than anything. Oh, that concerns me that you're worried about shitting your pants at any sheer surprise. Because those... You don't have to be on a wreck for surprises to happen, Ms. Burns. But like a deathly surprise. A deathly surprise. Okay. Well, I don't know. Good luck to you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't shit my pants that many times in life, and none of them were due to Fear. deathly surprise. So maybe I wouldn't. Maybe my shit I, would stay inside. You don't strike me as a fear shitter, honestly. You know what? You're actually right. Yeah. I was just trying to, I guess... Be in you strike club. me as like you strike me as like a fear puncher. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my analysis of the situation. Um, Great. So okay, we'll fall through the floor. You'll shit your pants, and I'll just punch the air. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you just falling down and punching at anything. So. Pulls him back. Almost shit my pants. Question three. Your jewels. Do you tell them? Does she tell them? Uh, definitely tell them. Um, I don't know her yet, but I'm going to say n- no. going to say no. going to say no. Double ding because I'm going to say no. Ding. So fucking hot. All right. So... She doesn't say anything. And they keep walking around. They make it to the bridge. Butcher sees a compass. It's dead, like not pointing north, I guess. Other equipment is not working. Fuel is empty. Uh, And they're like, they must have run at full throttle till it was bone dry, basically. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, it's just so little fuel. There's no fuel. So Gabe pulls Jules aside and he's like, we need to find like the ship ship's log and the captain's log and like all the documents. Like we just need to like see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You and you into that captain's, captain's log? log. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me that captain's log. Um, so he asks her, she's like kind of quiet and he's like, are you OK? And she's like, yep, I haven't seen any child ghosts 
on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) So then they keep walking and Dodge and Butcher then find a digital watch. A digital watch. And they're like, this ish wasn't invented in 1962. That's fucking weird. And so they're like, someone else must have found this wreck. Um, But it's ours now, you know. Because maritime law. Maritime law, finders, keepers. And, like, that's legit. Like, they're like, somebody could have stumbled upon this and, like, not been able to fix it or. Yeah, or, like, whatever. Tug it back the way that we can. So they're just like, oh, this, we found this. So now we cut to them getting back onto the tug. And Newbie asks, you know, what happened? Uh, And Gabe is like, I don't know. Like, I really can't. I haven't been able to suss out, like, exactly what happened. And he's like, it reminds me of this other ship that I know of that disappeared. And he's like, that other ship sees a giant cruise ship coming full tilt at them. And something looks off. And so they're radioing nothing. And so they board the ship and no one was on it. And he's so like. This is him describing a, a past ship experience. Correct. It's okay. him describing. And it, it was a little confusing. He's like, this so, is reminiscent. Okay. Yeah. And it's reminiscent of two different ships that we're talking about. Because it's this ship stumbled across this other ship that I'm telling you about. And that other ship was weird. So they were like, hello, hello, and no one was answering. Hmm. But it was going fucking full tilt. And uh, they get on it. No one's there. No one's driving the boat. It's completely abandoned. But it had gone 4,500 miles in the open ocean with no one driving it. So Gabe was kind of like, this reminds me of that, where okay. it's just like there's no immediate answer as to what happened, mm-hmm. and it's a fucking mystery. And newbie smiling says, "Sounds like a ghost ship." Ghost ship, ghost ship, ghost ship, ghost ship, ghost ship, ghost ship. So to be clear, yeah, this is not the ship that they were looking for. This they just bumped into on the way to the ship that they were trying to find. This. Is the ship they were looking for. But it wasn't. Yes. But it wasn't like where it should have been. Basically. Okay. Uh, And they also should have like seen it. As opposed to it like just appearing appearing in front of them. Got it. So. Dodge calls bullshit. They all laugh. Uh, Heavy metal is like. Uh, By the way, like, we can't pull this thing. Like, our fucking engine, if you remember, we crashed into it. So it's like, we're not running at 100% either now. And Gabe is like, no, we are. Because heavy metal, you're going to fucking fix it. And uh, they are making lots of different suggestions. So heavy metal is like, I don't have the tools to fix this. And Gabe is like... I ain't hearing that. Yes, you do. And then they're like, well, what if we got like more tugs out here? And Dodge is like, no way. Like if we if we leave it like the Russians will scoop it up. And Greer is like, uh, for my share of the reward, I'll fucking drag it myself. So basically they're like, 
we don't want to alert anyone else to this mm-hmm. because we don't want to split up whatever's on there. Right. So I they all love the heavy metals are really like so heavy metal Santos is fucking big boats. Heavy yep. metal Randy was obviously fucking his monster truck. One hundred. Heavy metal Jeff. Uh, what was he fucking, fucking his projector? His project. Oh, he was fucking his projector. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And probably his Bible. Yes, fucking his projector and his Bible. Yeah. Uh, so they all laugh. Heavy metal suggests um, that they're, he still is just like, this is all great, but like our tug just still isn't up for it. So what do you do and what do they do? I think that they're going to give it the old college try. Okay. If that makes sense. It does. Um, I went to college. I know exactly what that means. And... I am going to, you know, I'm a boat expert, mm-hmm. and I know that this boat, my current tug, can't tug that. So I think that I am going to get some help. One point for them. Uh... Hold that thought. Okay. So they decide to give it the old college try. One of the things they say is like, I know heavy metal that like you're not happy with the tools we have to make the fixes, but like the wreck might have some tools. Oh, the wreck might have some tools. Yeah. So they're like, if we combine toolkits, we might be able to get a little something going here. Exactly. So cut to them panning around the ghost ship. We see a quick flashback that Jules has of the ghost girl. And she's standing on the bow of the tug. Newbie comes out and brings her a jacket. And she like lights a cigarette. And she's like, I've really missed these. I don't know. I guess she was trying to quit. But whatever. Been there. Uh, yeah. And Newbie is like, are you OK? Like you were really you've been really quiet. And she's like, I just think I saw something. And she's like. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. And he's like, no, tell me. And she's like, I think I saw a little girl on the ship. And he's like, "Uh, you know, then what happened? She's like, she disappeared. And he's like, you know, sometimes when I was flying for hours, like I I would see crazy shit Uh and like just kind of trying to make her feel better. Yeah. So she thanks him for making her feel better. And she's like, I'm going to go to bed. So now it's sunrise. Newbie is awake. Uh, looking out over the uh, side of the ship and all of a sudden scubas pop up out of the water. Scubas? And he's he's like, ah! Well, they got up way earlier than he did and they had all jumped down to scuba around and see what was happening. Oh, wow. So Jules pops up and she's like, it's got a fucking crazy ass tear in it. Tear is what they call a hole. Okay. Uh, and she's like, she's sinking fast. So now they're back inside the tug and newbie bait makes a joke or not really even a joke. He's just like, what do you think tore, tore it? Like, was it an iceberg? And like, they all laugh because they're like, oh, icebergs. That's not <laughs> that's not a thing that really tears ships that often. I just fucking hate that when somebody's an expert in something, you ask a perfectly normal question for a non-expert, and they're like, "You idiot!" And I'm like, <laughs> so true. 
I fucking hate that. It drives me crazy. So that's what they do. They're like, oh, iceberg, idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, I just don't fuck that many boats. So I'm just asking a fucking question. Excuse me for my boat uh, virginity. Yeah. Like, geez. I just don't know what yeah, it likes. Rude. So it doesn't like, and, you know, like, fast, slow. Like, I just don't know. Right, exactly. Icebergs, rocks. Yeah. What's what? What penetrates me? What really? We can. Like, we should just it feel good. And yeah, we should just end it. Blows its horn. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sh- Gabe. Gabe says there is a current that's pulling us towards this group of islands, but this group of islands is basically just like rock formations okay so like it can fuck your shit up and Ah. he's like when she hits again she's gonna sink so basically he's like the current i would ascertain that she hit this group of rocks and she's gonna come back around and hit it again makes sense and gabe tells them he's like we've got like three days to fix this hole weather permitting before we hit this rock formation again and uh, heavy metal comes in with the fucking knowledge again, and he's like, "You can't tow a Cadillac that has four flat tires." Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So, but Butcher is like, you know, Butcher is is the under. He seems to be like the the underground repairman, the underwater repairman. He's a welder of some kind, you know, like he's doing that thing. And so he comes in, he's like, no, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to boom, boom, boom. And this, 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 and we'll, it'll be tight, but we're going to do it in three days. So heavy metal keeps trying to come in to like warn them. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to do it. He's like, I fucked more boats than you. I know. Right. He's like, some, (sighs) you just got to let go. So (sighs) they're like, we can do it. Heavy is like, Oh, this is actually where he says, like, the gear we have, I can't fix our engine. And that's where they're, like, where Gabe is, like, make it work. Maybe we have some tools on the other boat. Like, oh, this okay, is where okay, they're, okay. like, this is how we're going to make it work. And stop bitching and heavy metal is annoyed. Um, sure. So Greer says, uh, he's, like, we should call it in to the Maritime Law People. Board? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just being, like, this is getting bigger. Hello, Maritime. Um, yeah. And Gabe is like, don't do that because we don't want unexpected guests. So, Kim, question five. Do you call it in? Do they call it in? I don't think they do. I think that I do. I feel like they're being a little selfish and mm-hmm. greedy. Greedy. And a little cocky. Greedy. Yeah. To be like, we um, want this all ourselves, even though they might not be able to handle it right now. Yeah. I'm going to give you one and a half points. Okay. Um, I I can't really say any more than that until later. Okay. Calling in help. Sure. Because basically what that suggests to me is not so much like that that action will definitely keep you alive, but like it's showing a sense of like, logic and not being like cocky about what you can do and not letting greed dictate how you move forward yeah so that's why i gave you half a point 
So uh, cut to them on the ship, on the wreck, and Jules is giving orders. Then we cut back to heavy metal, and he is complaining to a picture of a Cadillac down in the engine room and like just being like just being like what the fuck like I can't fucking fix this he's like can you believe these fucking assholes like talking to a fucking picture of a Cadillac and uh the engine like spits at him like spits oil at him and like he's just like you bitch and like having conversations with a they fuck yeah yeah no I they're 100% having sex so it makes sense it's all tracking yeah, so we have heavy metal is the only one on the tug now. Everybody else is on the wreck. Okay. Um, and we cut to Gabe walking through the murky, creepy, 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 creepy hallways of the boat, and he's in a black pea coat. And I, I ask you, I think Gabriel Byrne might have something written into his rider. That's like, I have to have one scene in a black wool pea coat. Yeah. Has Gabriel Byrne ever not worn a a black pea coat? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Usual suspects, black pea coat, hereditary, black Black pea coat. Every other thing I've seen him in black pea coat. I mean, my mind's eye picture of Gabriel Byrne is him in a fucking black 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 pea coat. Of course. I wonder, I mean, I guess when you know what looks good on you, you, yeah. you make that happen in your I'm gonna, life. I'm going to see if I can research, like, if he's literally been in a black pea coat for, like, everything. That would be, <laughs> I wonder if that's out there somewhere. All right, so uh, Jules is now by herself. She's in, like, the pool room. The pool, like, swimming pool. Not, swimming like, pool, pool room. Wow. Yeah. And obviously the pool is empty, but she sees something along the wall of the pool, of the inside of the pool. And so she jumps down. Uh, There's going to be a lot of cutting back and forth to different parts of the boat, just so you know. Okay. So we cut to Butch and Dodge, and they're heading to the main engine room. Uh, and nobody appears to be hearing each other on the walkie-talkie because we see people trying to come in so-and-so, and like nobody's really answering okay so there's something weird happening with the signal we cut to Greer and Gabe they find the captain's quarters and they kind of like look at the door and Gabe like or I'm sorry Greer walks off and Gabe goes into the captain's quarters um where presumably captain's log you know sure take a look cut back to Jules in the pool (laughs) as the Captain's log. I know you were. Today was I'm... a great fuck. <laughs> captain's log. Yep. I put my captain's log right into the fuel pipe. And man, did it feel good. Yep. Captain's, captain's log. log. <laughs> the so... boat was tired tonight. It had a headache. <laughs> and scene. So... Uh, cut to Jules back in the pool and we see that the thing she saw was like a little hole in the wall of the pool and she looks sort of looks at the hole and then like looks down and there's a shell casing of a bullet on the ground is that what it's called yeah I think so shell casing so she's like that's fucking weird and then she kind of sees that there's like multiple bullet holes like in the wall of the pool interesting 
So then we see her go and she starts climbing back up the ladder. Little girl! And she falls back off the ladder, knocked out. Oh, no. So now we cut to Greer walking by himself. Now we cut to Gabe in the captain's quarters. Uh, They're basically just showing us that they're all in different parts of the boat. Okay. And they're all basically alone, it sounds like, at this point. Except for Dodge and Butcher. Okay. They, they're together. So Gabe is in the captain's quarters. He finds, like, the captain's hat, and he picks it up. And then he, like, puts it on his head, looks in the mirror, and looks down in the sink, and there's a bloody straight razor in the sink. And he's like, Oof. what the fuck? So then we cut, to, cut back to Greer, and he appears to be looking, like, way, way down a shaft of some court, the elevator shaft, possibly. Okay. He's like looking down. We cut to Butch and Dodge, and they've found the main engine room. And they realize that they have to dive into the water that has flooded the main engine oh. room to get to the tear. So they start calling Jules, and they're like, the engine room is flooded. She doesn't answer. So now we cut back to her in the pool. She's waking up and there's blood from her head, like on the floor mm-hmm, of the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it actually gets like we see that the blood like gets sucked back in to the shell casing of the bullet. But, to like, the shell casing? What yeah. the fuck? And so she kind of like wakes up and she points her flashlight like where the little girl was. And she's like, wait, but like, obviously the girl's gone. Like, she doesn't know how long she was knocked out. And suddenly Newbie is there to like help her, help her up. And as he, as they leave the pool room, we see that blood starts dripping from all of the bullet holes in the pool. So now we cut back. It's not not going good. It's not going great. And I feel like their greed is making it so that they're not seeing emergencies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we cut to Gabe back in the captain's quarters. And we see that not only is there still like a quarter of a bottle of liquor sitting on like the captain's desk. There's also a half full tumbler uh, of whiskey or highball glass of whiskey. Uh-huh. So he picks it up to smell or drink it. I'm unclear. <laughs> and he looks in the mirror again. Captain is in the mirror. <sighs> so Gabe drops the glass and leaves, runs out. So now we cut back to Jules and Newbie. <laughs> and I, almost, I seriously almost asked. I was like, do you drink it? <laughs> That's one of the questions. Cut back to Jules and Newbie. And she's like, I think I'm losing my mind, but there are like bullet holes in the pool everywhere. And so they leave. And as they're walking out, we see that the pool is filling with blood. blood? It's like no. half full of blood. <laughs> and I was like, do you not oh, he- like no. to fill a pool that quickly? There is a sound of rushing liquid. And I'm like, do you not hear this pool filling with liquid. They do not. They are, it's I mean, unless ship. it's ghost blood. It's yeah. It's a ghost ship. Yeah. It might be silent ghost blood. Um, so they 
leave because the pool's behind them. Oh, no, no, no. I don't feel good about this, Katrin. You shouldn't. <laughs> um, so then the camera goes into the blood in the pool. Oh. And we see bodies floating in it. No. Are they connected bodies or half bodies? They're connected bodies. Interesting. They're connected bodies. Yeah. So now we cut back to Greer. And he's still trying to get his fucking walkie-talkie to work as he's walking around his area. Not working, but he hears singing coming through the walkie-talkie. Italian singing. So now we cut back to Dodge and Butch. And they are hearing it, too, through their walkie-talkie. And they think Jules is fucking with them, obviously. Oh, no. Because it's a woman's voice. There's no other woman. Yeah. Uh, Greer then comes to the lounge room, um, party room. Let's say party room because it's like it might have also been where they were dancing. I don't I don't have a blueprint of the ship. Right. So this is where he comes to. Jules and Newbie are in another place in the boat. Oh, central laundry. So they basically everybody is just kind of trying to find what needs to be repaired where are the tears like what's the lay of the land kind of thing situation yeah. so now they've found the central laundry room and she she's like i need to check for some flooding situations in here so there's another big door that's got one of the wheel openers okay and she turns the wheel slightly and the entire door busts open and water comes rushing out at them and the water is filled with bodies no 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 so all of these like probably like six bodies come floating at them i hate that i it's bad hate that it's so much and i think i like in terms of like the least attractive decomp situation salt water decomp situations make the bodies the most scary and gross (laughs) like oh my god just really gross rushing at you yeah and there's because there's like a bloating situation but then also the salt is preserving the meat in a way (laughs) It's a real shit show. Um, Oh, God. So, Nubian Jules are like, what the fuck? And they're like, how long have they been here? Because, like, they're not, like, they're bodies. They're they're not skeletons. Yeah. And and so they're like... Boats from, like, the 60s or something, right? Yes. Yeah. And so... Jules and or newbie is like they look like they've been here for like a month or more that's not that long no and so they're like what do we do so Kim question six what do you do and what do they do I'm gonna start by getting out of the dead body water yes wherever that is I'm gonna go there yep and then um I think we're going to go back to the tug. Okay. Um, I would like you also, I would like you to be Jules. I said them, but 
I'd like oh. to be Jules. Okay, great. That was my fault. I wrote them. I meant Jules. So, uh, I mean, same for me though. Still, um, <sighs> Jules, 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 Jules. Maybe Jules decides they need to find Gabe to talk about. You want to talk about this situation. That's what Jules is doing. Mm-hmm. It's one and a half. She doesn't not go to like get Gabe in on it, but that's not like the main thing of what she does. She's like, we need to call the Coast Guard. Like, oh shit. This is bad news bears. And newbie is like, but what about the boat? And she's like, if it sinks, it sinks. Like, yeah, there are there's bo- dead body water that we're swimming in right now. Yeah, like, like things have changed. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm is... I'm glad to hear that things have changed for them because so far nothing had ever changed, no matter what yeah. happened. So yeah, Jules has appears to have a moderately good head on her shoulders. So she's like, we need to call the Coast Guards because there's bodies in the water. And so they have to, like, get past all the bodies. <laughs> and they go back up to the door they came through, and it's closed. No. No. I don't want to be locked inside dead body water. Well, you're not locked inside dead body water. You just can't go out the door that you came through. They realize there's another way out. So they basically okay. just have to go, like, deeper into the bows of the ship um they find another door creaks open they go that way okay so now greer is back in the lounge party room and there's a piano and a microphone and a cigarette smoking no in an ashtray <laughs> Stop it. and the cigarette has red lipstick around the filter And Greer picks it up and is like, when the fuck did Jules start wearing lipstick? Right. And then he turns and he sees a picture of the lady in red, like framed on the piano. Yeah. And of course, he's like, nice titties. I'm like, rude. Barf. Also, she's like, whatever. Uh, However, I did write nice kitties, not titties. Uh, You would. (laughs) Freddie and Slip. Freddie yeah. and slip. So, did you say Freddie and slip? I said Freddie and Freddie. Oh, it's not that funny. So, he leaves. But we see as he walks out, the lady in red comes out from around a corner smoking, smoking a, cigarette. a cigarette. Oh, shit. So, now we cut to Nubie and Jules. And they're in the cargo part of the ship so it's like i'm sailing from england to new york but i gotta bring my car with me so this is where that would go all the oh big luggage and shit like that see what i'm saying like a car cars are actually there yeah okay yeah it's like big cargo is in there and so newbie comes upon a jaguar 
car in there and he's like oh my god like I love this car and I'm like we got another fucking car fucker here like we're just I just people need like it's getting people into trouble at this point yeah it really you know is what I mean? we need to talk about it yeah and so she's like we gotta go dude like we gotta get out of here and then they hear something like rustling under a bunch of mail bags and they're like what is that so they go over and they like move the mail out of the way and it's a crate and they open the crate. Rats! Rats, 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 rats all over the place. And Jules is like, I hate rats. But then the rats scurry away and underneath is many, many, many gold bullion. Gold! Literal treasure treasure and there are many crates that all look the same so they're like we rich bitch like they are stoked so jules sees it and she's like oh my god we have to find gabe now she goes to her walkie-talkie and she's like gabe come in nothing is happening but the walkie-talkie starts whispering And Newbie's like, who dad is? <laughs> and Jules is like, Maureen, that's my first name. <gasps> oh, and no, shut up. So they head into the galley. Wow, I wrote galley with such confidence, but I don't know what that is. Kitchen? Is it? Yes. Is that what it is? Oh. Yeah, the kitchen. Great. Okay. We can they post more to it, it. But I think, yes. Yeah. But galley. From my yeah. no, it's right, fucking times, it was a kitchen. It is, because now they're saying that they're hearing something coming from the freezer. So, yes, that is what it was. Nailed it. Yep. So the voice is saying, it's cold and lonely. They see the freezer. Newbie says, don't go in there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So she goes in there and it's like all of these like meat sacks hanging. So it's like clearly it was like, you know, meat hanging on hooks for everyone to eat. But they're in these like white sort of like look like cheesecloth bags. So they're extra creepy because they look like ghost meat. (laughs) Ghost meat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was unpleasant. And so she's, like, going through, like, trying to find the voice that's saying her name. And all of a sudden, one of the meat ghosts moves. And she's like, (gasps) and she, like, runs out. It's Dodge and Butcher. (gasps) Fuck you. Covered in ghost meat. And uh, they're, like, laughing. And she's, like, and they're, like, you fuck with us. We're going to fuck with you. And she's, like, what are you talking about? Oh, because they thought she was doing the singing. Yeah. And, and she's, like, I, thing. and the cigarette and the Maureen, all that. They were all hearing it. And oh, so she's, like. I thought they were doing that to her. It was coming over the walkie-talkie. But then it was, like, I think. I'm pretty sure the Maureen was. Doesn't matter. Regardless, they thought she was fucking with, with them. So. But I thought that was like, fucking with them, fucking with her back, was them saying Maureen over the. 
walkie. That's unclear to me. I okay. thought it was coming from over the walkie-talkie, but now that you're saying this right now, I'm like, maybe the whole thing was coming from that. It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying they were doing it over the walkie-talkie. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. So. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't either, apparently. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, I wasn't fucking with you. Also, we just found a bunch of dead bodies in the laundry room so like things shit's getting real like it's not time for jokes and then also we found a bunch of gold in the cargo hold and they're like i did not hear this dead body thing you say i did hear gold Mm -hmm. so now we cut to all of them in the carbo carbo car cargo gabe is opening up another crate and it's just more gold it's just so much gold bullion just gold 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 Eh, 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 eh. And they're all elated. And they're like, we're rich. And I wrote, this is pirate territory. Like, they are straight up finding, like, gold treasure. Yeah. Straight up. So now we cut to them stacking gold and shit, you know, counting it, seeing how much is there. And they're like, how much do you think this is worth? And Gabe is like, two or three hundred million, probably. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) What? So much gold. So... Greer points out, which I didn't think of, he's like, all little gold bullions have, like, serial numbers on them. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, this is, like, very weird because, like, we would have heard if there was, like, this much gold that just disappeared. So, like, Interesting. clearly this is not on the up and up gold, if you will. Interesting. Uh. Because that's when Dodge points out he's like, all of the serial numbers have been shaved off. So it's not traceable. Oh, shit. Which works for them. A hundred percent. But they're like, yeah. Great. So Greer is like, <laughs> Greer's like, this boat's fucked up, though. Like, there's some <laughs> shit happening. He's like, he's like, this was lost in 1962, but those bodies are from like a month ago. So what the fuck? And he's like, also, I heard a beautiful voice singing to me. And they all laugh at him and they're like, maybe you're not ready to get married, Greer. Like, just whatever. Uh And so now they're like, okay, so what do we do? Jules is like, I think we should call the Coast Guard because shit's getting real. They don't want to, obviously. Gabe says maritime law states that it's finders keepers. And they're all just like trying to, you know, discussing amongst themselves what the next step is. So Kim... What do you do with yourself and the boat and the gold? And what do they do with themselves and the boat and the gold? I think I'm going to bring a bunch of the gold to the tug boat and call the Coast Guard. Okay. How, how much of the gold? Like in terms of how you would transport it? just depends how heavy it's probably heavy right it's heavy and there's like dozens of crates of it with like multiple gold bullion in each crate right 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 bullion what's the definition of bullion i think it is means like brick because also there's like chicken broth bouillon that's the only bouillon i can think of and it's the only thing that that has in common with a gold bouillon is is that it's a cube shaped yeah interesting um 
I mean, I'd like a couple mil each. How much sure. is a how much is a gold? What's what's the money transfer per bullion? I don't know. So, but, yeah, you know, whatever you can stuff your pockets with, I guess. Yeah, I'd like a couple mil each. And then um, uh, call a Coast Guard. Okay. Maybe they're going to try to do the same, but take all of it, like in trips, multiple trips. Hmm. Yeah. So basically, they now have come to the conclusion, fuck the boat, let's take the gold. Okay. So they are going to load all of the gold onto the tug. Okay. Cut to them on the tugboat. Gabe tells Greer, he's like, let's get the engine going while they get the crates on. Greer tells Heavy Metal, fire up the engine. They're all super excited. Um, we see all of this happening. So, like, Jules is still on the, on the wreck. Heavy Metal and Greer are definitely on the tug. The other guys, I think, are mostly on the tug, but also just kind of going back and forth between. Okay. okay. So as this is happening, we as the audience see in the tugboat engine room a knob to a gas tank turning. Uh-oh. On the ship, where Jules is, she's getting a crate together, uh, the little ghost girl appears again. And this time, she's running and screaming. Mm -hmm. And she's like, stop! You don't know what you're doing! Cut to heavy metal smelling gas. Cut to ghost girl saying, don't start the boat. And then she kind of like falls into the ether and screams away kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. Question eight. Jules, what do you do right that second and what does she do? <laughs> okay. Little girl said stop. Don't, Don't start, start the, the boat. boat. Okay. I guess I'm going to walkie and run. <laughs> walkie and runny. <laughs> walkie and runny. Who <laughs> the tug. I don't know. I'm trusting Ghost Girl. I don't know why, but I am. Okay. Um, to tell them not to start the ship. Um. And what does Jules do? Hand in hand. Let's do it hand in hand. That's two half points. Okay. Uh, walkie immediately. Walkie that shit. Uh, you got to have, like, don't start the boat. You got a half point only because what's about to happen to the tugboat, you probably want to be as far away from that as possible. Uh, Jules got a half a point because she does kind of try to make her way to the tugboat. But at no point do I see her walkie to say, hey, I just got some, like, intel about the fact that you probably shouldn't start the boat. And I know that we're super far away from each other. Good thing we have these walkie-talkies so I can relay a message to you quickly. Yeah. It just seemed like the walkies keep not working, so. But let's give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Walk before you run. Am I right? (laughs) When you're right, you're right. I don't even want you to see yourself out for that one. Thank you. That That was just good logic. So 
uh, we're now seeing quick cuts of heavy smelling gas, Jules running up to the top of the wreck to like look out at the tugboat, totally freaked out. So she was kind of like below deck and she kind of was like, ah, the little girl said something. So she's got a f- front seat view to Greer hits the start button and the whole engine room blows up. Oh no. Heavy metal goes flying off the boat Heavy in flames. Heavy metal, no. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Heavy Metal's family is going to be so upset. So upset. It's going to be a really tough holiday season for them. He's the first. Honestly. Heavy Metal we've lost. It, he is. Yeah. R.I.P. Very sad about this. So Jules. Um, oh, I guess she hadn't run up to the top. You know what? I'm going to give you a full point because I got the timing of that different. She didn't run up to the top. So that's a I'll full point for it. you. I thought uh, of a, a, I should have said walkie before you're running. That, that oh. would have been better. It would have. It would have. You failed. Yeah, I thought of that like directly after, but then you were talking and I was like, that's too late. And... <laughs> but I needed but to get it out because otherwise needed... I couldn't stop thinking about it. I hear you. I hear you. And I appreciate you finding space uh, in your attention to hear my story. So I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) So she hears the explosion, then runs up to the the side of the boat. Uh, And Heavy, Greer, and Butcher are all blown off the tugboat Mm. um now the whole thing explodes the whole boat not just the engine room now they're all in the ocean uh they manage to get everyone out except for heavy heavy's (sighs) done donezo i'm so sad and the ghost girl is just watching from the ship like bitch i told you (laughs) (laughs) So now we cut to Greer, Newbie, Butcher, Gabe, and Dodge. They're on the wreck now. D- tugboat is kaput. That's all there is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dodge straight up blames Newbie for Heavy's death because he's just like, you're the reason we're here. And they like pull Dodge off of him and they're just kind of like, it, like this isn't whatever. Yeah, yeah. So now we cut to them around a barrel fire like keeping themselves warm and Jules comes up to Gabe Gabe feels responsible for everything and like he kind of walks away and he's really upset Jules is like okay I got I gotta take over because like the over what my my Balmer accent just came out like real hard when I said that um and she's like okay we have to do this and this and this so basically we have to fix it enough that we fix the rudder enough that we can control the drift of the boat to miss the islands so that we can survive until somebody finds us and picks us up. I Um, hate this. Greer says, I hate this. Let's build a raft. Oh. Question nine, fix or raft? And who's going on the raft? And what's going on the raft? I think raft. Okay. Uh, I like, 
I like, I like, I like Raft for me. Okay. The, um, and what, who am I, what do I, what am I saying for them? Um, what are you doing <laughs> as them? Are you going to fix, are you going to pool your resources to, f- to fix the, the wreck or are you going to build a raft that will definitely not run into um, rocks but you're also like on the open water <sighs> hmm 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 mm-hmm don't know why they wouldn't raft i mean i guess i see they're yeah i mean they're on a raft in the middle of the ocean it's not it's not completely sans danger sure but i feel like they're boat people like we're boat boat people people. we know how to Mm -hmm. do this i don't and they don't appear to be ghost people so one is ghosts, one does not. But yeah, I, for whatever, I think that mm, either one of two things happen. I think they either stay or they also try to raft and that's a failure and come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight up castaway style. <laughs> um, I think they stay. Double ding. Um, get off this boat. Uh, get off this boat. Like, I just don't like the fix it so we survive to wait for God. Like this has been here since the 60s. So yeah. (laughs) Also like your dude that does a ton of fixing of engines just got blowed up. So yeah. um, They also so they're like, let's build a raft. Everyone's like, but what about the gold? They're like, how are we going to fit? The Five people gold. and a bunch of gold on a fucking raft. And so Jules is also like rafts aren't like we could just be fucking life a pie out there for God knows how long. Right. Um. So I mean. she's like uh, she's like butcher. You're the best <sighs> spot welder I know. Um, Meaning he can mm-hmm. weld up the tear. And Butch is like, I can't, I can't, like, see, or I don't want to, or this sucks, all of the above, whatever. And so they're like, why don't we at least wait until the a.m. when we can see better? Because it's night-night time right now. And Greer gets pissed that they, like, are all listening to Jules and not him when Gabe isn't around. Because Greer is like, I'm the first mate. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, you know. Uh, yeah. And he's like, if we had just did what I said, we'd all be on our way home and be millionaires by now. Because he's like, I wanted to call this in. We'd have help. We'd have other tugboats. Like, this, Damn. like, y'all yeah. done fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they all start fighting and shit. Now we cut to the pool room and the ghost girl is dancing. Like, as if she's dancing with someone, but no one's there. We cut to Gabe alone in the captain's quarters, freaking out. Uh, He grabs the bottle of liquor and a glass and drinks. And I'm just like, 
that's I mean I guess alcohol is self-preserving but also ew um (laughs) Jules is going back through the passenger log she found like a passenger log uh just go with me. It was a little bit of a suspension of disbelief where I was like, how did you get this information? She basically, we just see her hand going down. She's like, ah, her name's Katie. She figured out that the ghost's name is Katie based on the log. Whatever. I don't know how she did that. Uh, that Probably she was had on maybe ages or something. Maybe ages. Maybe that she, yeah. So she sees that she was on B deck and that she boarded alone. That she was by herself. Oh, Interesting. So now we cut to Dodge and Butcher, and they're doing rock, paper, scissors to see who will take the first bite of a bunch of canned food that they found, like canned (laughs) beans. Uh, And they're just like, rock, paper, scissors. So, like, you don't know how rock, paper, scissors goes. I don't know. Got it. Yeah. Now we cut back to Greer. He's beating himself up for not calling it in and just, like, doing it. Right. And he's talking to the picture of the lady in red so he's losing it a little bit cut back to dodge and butcher eating beans out of the can and they love it they're like this is delicious this worked out great great and so they're just like stuffing their face cut to jules looking in the guest cabins so she's now in like a long hallway where all the guest cabins are and uh looking for the room where katie was in and then all of a sudden all of the doors slam 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 (laughs) slam 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 (laughs) except for one door at the very end of the hallway that Uh slowly opens Uh and she hears humming of a little girl inside katie Mm hi cut back to dodge and butch stuffing their faces and they're like this is so good oh dodge you got a little something on your mouth they look down they had been eating maggots and they just have maggots pouring out of their mouth no yeah no it was no it was ghost beans you were eating ghost beans and they were actually i hate maggots i really they are upsetting i have aunt ptsd but if that was maggots. Oh, I would have oh. burned my apartment down. And to be honest, myself, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I would like COVID be damned. I would have come in and like carried you like a damsel in distress out of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I just run. I would have needed to burn my skin off though, because <laughs> they're they're on me. Yeah, they're and they're on you forever, forever until you burn your skin. Forever, yeah, that's uh, the maggot rules. Yep, and Dodge, Dodge and Butcher are very familiar with maggot rules now because they are just all in their mouth. <laughs> so now we cut back to Jules, and she's going into the guest quarter, and the door kind of squeaks behind her. She finds some dolls, so she's going some- into the door that was open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And she finds some dolls and some little girl clothes and pictures that she that were drawn on the wall and stuff like that. Another cool. Another cool. Cool? Cool. Cool. Hmm. I don't know. 
sets flashlight on the suitcase and she's looking at the drawings. And then the closet door starts to open. Hanging skeleton. <gasps> oh, oh, no. Of the little girl oh, in her dress. no. She was hung in the closet. Oh, no. Because yeah. she was the only one left alive. Yeah. Well, that's fucking devastating. Yeah. So now we cut back to... Greer. I wasn't realizing that until you said she puts the flashlight down that like this is dark. The whole place is dark. Dark and also like the creepiness of water where it like casts light around you that wiggles. It's Mm. very creep town. Mm. It's yeah. I don't know why in my brain this non-working ghost ship had electricity. It has it has no electricity. uh, Unlike phones which i learned from all of our fucking sammies <laughs> that phones do in fact need power <laughs> it makes sense it does make sense it just it makes sense yeah so uh <laughs> so now we cut back to greer in the lounge room and i guess i said he was drinking because he appears to be like ho- holding a bottle of champagne maybe there's i mean i guess there's still like you know liquor around and as he's walking through we see that all of the tables and chairs start to put themselves back together again around him (laughs) and then the chandelier puts itself back together and goes back up into the ceiling and he this is Gabe you said Greer Greer oh and he can't is seeing it or worse Mm -hmm. only yes okay he's seeing it yeah cool cool, cool. and chandelier is put back together and people appear. Oh, and, hello. And they're all applauding him. Good, good, they're thank all in you. There. Yeah. Thank you. I, I have a ghost audience. Here they are. So kind. And he says, thank you. <laughs> and then the lady in red appears on the oh. stage. And he's like. And then they book. Hold that thought. Oh, no. Did I see this movie? He's like, you look like one fine piece of boat. (laughs) hey (laughs) So now we cut to Gabe. And he's asleep slash passed out on the captain's desk. And he's woken up by hearing the bottle slide across the table. And he wakes up. The captain's there. Hello, captain. Do you like another drink? And Gabe is like, sure. So the captain refills his drink. Cut back to the lady in red. And she takes the bottle from Greer's hand. And she starts dancing with him. And all the people are just watching them dance. They make a lovely couple. They really do. And then she kisses his cheek. Kim, question 10. Into it? You? Him? What you gon' do? Me no, me no. What? <laughs> He's a ghost. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, he seems to have gotten real Jack Nicholson in The Shining real quick. Um, real, real quick. So yeah, I think he wants to fuck that ghost. Double ding. He says, like a real piece of shit. Uh, I know this isn't real. So I'm going to go with it. 
It's not cheating if you're a dead girl. Gross. Boo. Boo. Uh, yeah. So he kisses her. Um, Eric, I know that you're going to be editing this. I just wanted to put something on the table. Fucking a ghost, still cheating. I know that we hadn't covered that yet in our marriage. I just want to put it out there. Yeah. Thank that's you. why I have an 80s ghost boyfriend. Yeah. We're exactly. in a committed relationship. Yeah. Excuse totally. me. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's really <laughs> Not like real. Fuck and you. it's kind of bigoted to be like, just because you're a ghost, like, yeah, you, like don't you don't count. matter. Yeah, it's really fucked up. So, Rude. yeah, Greer, it is. I'm so sorry, 80s ghost boyfriend. Don't listen to this. Yeah. It's not so true. Rude. You are magical and wonderful and the best thing in my life, to be honest. And you're real. I mean, you're not real because you're a ghost, but, like, you're real. <gasps> He's very real. Yeah. But, like, not real. But, like, real. Okay. In so my world, he's, he's all I fucking have, so he's very real. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and Greer. So he is I'm like, very okay. alone in my apartment. <laughs> it's just me and 80s ghost. Do you Let's not understand you, that? Let's get you a ghost ship. Party party time. Yeah. I'd Excellent. Like so now we cut to Jukes. Jules. Now we cut to Jules. And she's looking at the necklace around the neck of the skeleton, and it's a little locket. And she takes it off, and she opens it up, and it's two grown-ups inside. We can assume it's her parents. And the ghost appears behind her, and she's like, please don't close it. I don't think she has a British accent, but it started to come out like that. And she's like, I haven't seen it in years. Mm -hmm. She's like, I was on my way to be with them. They were in New York. (sighs) Now they're dead now. And Jewel says, how do you know that, that they're dead? I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I guess they might not be 40 years later. Um, And she's like, when you're dead, you know these things. And she's like, my mother made me this dress. Do you like it? (laughs) And she says, you remind me of her. So then Jules is like, you should have this back. And she like goes to hand the locket back to her. And it goes right through her hand. And Jules is like, oh, fuck, you really are a ghost. <laughs> uh, and so now we cut to Greer and the red lady. And the red lady is walking away. And as she walks away, she's looking over her shoulder at Greer and unzipping her beautiful dress. <laughs> Damn. Uh, cut to Gabe and the captain ghost. And Gabe is drunkenly, drunkenly sad about Heavy. And Captain hands him a folder with pictures in it. And it shows another ship that almost sunk. It's like a, a picture of like a halfway out of the water ship. Mm-hmm. And we learn that this wreck that we're currently on found that wreck two days before this wreck disappeared. Interesting. Gabe is like, but there were no, he appears to see the boat and he's like, oh, the Lorelei. Like, so I guess he just like knows all the missing ships. And he's like, but there were no survivors aboard the Lorelei. And the captain holds up one finger. He's like, just one. Uh, And then he hands Gabe a picture we don't see what the picture is, 
but we just see Gabe go, what the fuck? <laughs> Cut to red lady taking off her dress uh-huh. and we see bloobs. Bloobs. Um, do we see any man nips? Nope. Par for the course. Two lady nips, no man nips. No dick and, and balls. Rude. No dick and balls. Nothing. Just two lady nips. So he's like, hey, where, where are you going? And Greer keeps following. Uh, question 11. Uh, she continues to walk. What do you do and what does Greer do? Uh, he follows. Like she's ducking around corners now and being like, Come, come, come. I think he follows because he's all in for this ghost cheating situation. And I would never cheat on my 80s ghost boyfriend. So I'm going to not and go find human lives. Double ding. Double ding. He keeps following her around every corner she goes around. And we see that it's a wreck again. Like every time he kind of like leaves the room, like we see that. This was all an illusion, you know. Mm-hmm. And now she's just naked with red elbow length gloves on. And I'm like, that is a Luke. That I is. am into it. She's got like her jewels on and just naked with red. I was like, okay, yes, I'm into it. Queen. So now we cut back to jewels with Ghost Girl. And Katie, Ghost Girl, is like, most spirits are free to be with their families. But we're all trapped here. And Jules is like, why aren't, why aren't you with yours? And she's like, my shipmates and I, even the ones that aren't marked, are stuck here. And Jules says, marked? And Katie says, when he has all his souls and he's filled his quota, we'll all be ferried. Then Katie looks up at the ceiling and gets scared because it's sort of like turning into like blood veins, like coming out of the lights. And she's like, oh, no, he doesn't want me talking to you like this. Jules can't see it. Like, she's like, what are you saying and what are you screaming about? Katie is terrified and she holds up her hand and is like, I'm not like the others. Holds up her hand, shows her a palm. I'm not like the others. And. He doesn't want me talking to you. She's like, you must go at once. Leave the ship while you still can. She screams and disappears. And so Jules is like looking for her and like, where did you go? Where did you go? Okay. So she said, even the ones that aren't marked are Mm -hmm. also stuck here. Yes. And once he gets enough souls, we will be ferried away. As in shipped, not turned into fairies. Oh, yes. Okay. Not turned into F-E-R-R-I-E-D. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, man. That's a. Okay. Whew. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> information. It's a lot of information, but none of it helps right now. completely know what it means. Okay. I mean, and also, but she also was like, <gasps> forget the mystery I just laid out for you. And get the fuck the out. The point is get off the ship. Right, 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 right. So. Yeah. Gabe is now calling for Jules in the pool, being like, we have to leave. We have to get out of here. Because remember, Gabe got some information over with the captain. 
So he's like, we got to get out of here as well. That that picture or whatever. That picture. Exactly. We don't know what it is yet. And he's like running through the pool. Heavy appears right in front of him. And he's like all burned and fucked up. And Heavy is like, it was no fun down at the bottom of the ocean. No bright lights for me. And he's, uh, he like every time Gabe like tries to run away, Heavy Metal is like right in front of him being Mm. like, where are you going, bitch? Like Heavy Metal is an upset ghost for sure. And he's like, now I'm trapped on this dream boat and you're coming with me for the ride. Cut to Greer taking his shirt off. Oh, so we do see man nips. We got two man nips. We got Greer's man nips. He's with the lady in red. He takes his shirt off. Red is naked. He goes to grab her around, like, to be like, hey. But she's a ghost. So he falls forward down the elevator shaft and is impaled. (gasps) Oh, shit. She then looks down, turns around, and she's not pretty anymore. She's all fucking fucked up. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, he just... He like whoop 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 fell backwards and then fell forward. Fell forward. Oh He's, no! She was standing right the fuck in front of an elevator shaft, and he was like, "Whoa!" Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, damn. Yeah. yeah. Shit. She was like, "Goodbye." Okay. So now Jules is running through the halls. So is Gabe. Gabe turns and sees Jules, but he sees her as heavy, like he's. The ghost is okay, 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 okay. Is like yep. fucking with him, so he starts attacking Jules. Oh no! And Jules is like, "What are you doing?" And they're like fighting each other, trying to fight each other off. Jules manages to knock Gabe out, okay, because okay. he like keeps attacking her. He gets so he gets knocked out. She's like, "Phew!" But then he gets up and he's like about to attack her again. Newbie comes out from somewhere and knocks Gabe out for her, and is just kind of like. What hap- What's going on? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Question 12. What do you do with Gabe and what do they do with Gabe? Who's knocked out and apparently attacking people at random. Right, 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 right. I think we're both going to like tie him to a chair somewhere to, to yeah. just make sure when he wakes up that we can have a nice talky talk before. Okay. One point. Yes. Tie him to a chair, something where he can be restrained, but also easily accessible. What they do is on this ship, there is a giant tubular aquarium that goes from the bottom to the top. Okay. So it's like a three story aquarium that, like, whatever floor you're on, you can see oh, it, you know? But it's lovely. like, lovely. Yeah. It looks very posh distinguished lovely they put him down at the bottom of the fucking aquarium so i'm like a how you getting this bitch back up b why not just tie him to a chair is exactly what i said but they don't seems a bit aggressive like yeah he's still gabe yeah and so they like they're like he'll be safe in there in this locked three-story all the way down at the bottom aquarium on this ghost ship so Jules is like, he he was drunk, and they're like, he tried to kill you. She's like, he didn't know. And then they're like, well, okay, like, we'll leave him down there to sober up. 
let's go. F-. She's like, I'm going to go find Greer. Cut to sunrise. Right. And we see that the rocky islands are even closer. I wrote, cut to them not finding Greer. I, so I guess they haven't found Greer yet. But Newbie is with Jules and is like, do you think someone poisoned the passengers to get the gold? Um, because I guess there's no, like, stabbed skeletons. Like, where are the passengers still kind of thing? So he's like, how could they have been killed? And she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, maybe. And, uh, oh, I guess Dodge is with them, too. So it's newbie Dodge and Jules. And they see that she's wearing the girl's locket. And she's like, yeah, this is from the ghost that I saw. And she told me to get off the boat. And they're all kind of like, so the ghost is like talking to you now? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, and Butch is like, Butcher at this point is like, okay, now I, I, like let's build a raft. And Dodger is like, how are we going to fit five people, one of whom is like, weekend at Bernie's right now and two to three hundred million dollars worth of gold heavy bullion on a so, raft that we're so they're all in. together at this point who everyone who's left yes it's except for Gabe obviously yeah, yeah. so it's Gabe's Dodge Butcher hole. Jules and newbie Dodge Dodge Butcher Jules and newbie okay yeah this is where Butch is like, let's build a raft. Dodge is like, how are we going to get five people in a weekend at Bernie's and some gold bullion on a raft? Kim, you're Jules, and you're basically the captain now because Gabe's drunk and Greer is we don't know yet. So what do you tell them we're going to do and what do you tell them? What does she tell them? You get it. You've, you've done this before. I have. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am going to build the raft and get the fuck out and fuck the gold like not not have sex with the no, gold excuse me fuck that's you to the gold valid question yeah i'm gonna tell the gold to fuck right the fuck off um, got it like can we just let go of the gold at this point like i get it like i don't know maybe we each grab a brick or two like yeah put it in your pockets but like I'm not worrying about the five, six million cases anymore. Like that's yeah, like and I love that. Put a couple in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Take take some gold if you you know what I mean. I get I get it. I get it. I want some gold too. But like, whatever you let's have a rule. Whatever you can carry, bring that on. But that's it. We're out. Guess who can't spend gold? Dead dead people. Yeah. So, um. But get the fuck out, especially since Katie told me to. Yeah. And what does Jules do? I I, I, uh, think Jules, I think Jules is like, we need to get on the raft as well. Jules does not necessarily say anything about the gold, but she doesn't think a raft is a good idea. So she says, no, we're fixing the boat. She's sticking with fixing the boat. And I'm like, but the ghost girl told you to get the fuck out. Yes. The ghost girl literally only told you to get off the boat. And you're now in charge telling people to stay on the boat. Like ghosts are speaking to you. 
Yes. You are seeing them and talking to them. Yes. And they are telling you to get the fuck off the boat. Yes. I just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we're in extreme times. The the ghosts are telling you to get off the fucking boat. Like, And listen, I get it. I get that, like, putting yourself into onto a rickety jickety raft in the middle of the ocean yeah is not foolproof sure but the your boat people told you to get off and your boat people yeah come on believe in yourself this is an entire tale of just disrespect of ghosts i just, couldn't agree with you more just, couldn't agree with you more wow it's very so, offensive. I'm not even going to let 80s ghosts listen to this one. I don't think you should. I think it'll just be really triggering. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's just, unnecessary. It's just rude and mean for yeah. no reason. I agree. People, I agree. All people care about is gold and not ghosts. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking what are your priorities? Aesop's fable up in here. Right? Aesop's fable of ghosts and gold. Yeah. So Jules is like, we're going to stick with the plan. We're going to fix both. Cut to them scuba-ing into the engine room, okay? Mm-hmm. And they wired some underwater dynamite to the door to, like, blow some shit open because they got to get places or whatever. <laughs> and they find the tear. The tear. The tear. And so then we see Butch welding up the tear. Okay. Jules says, I fixed the rudder somehow magically. And they say it should hold... They're starting up the engine. They should have about 12 hours of fuel left. Belief suspended. Just go with it. Okay. okay. So Jules is at the wheel. The compass is now working. I mean, the compass might have been maybe the ghosts are running the compass. I don't know. I don't know how ghost compass work. But uh, she sees the islands and she's like, the current is strong, but. Uh, if we can guide the boat at this direction, we should clear the island. So basically, like, the engine's not running super well, but, like, right. she's turned the rudder so it can kind of go like this on the current. Okay. And uh, Dodge says, we may just make it off this boat yet. And Butcher says, "Kazillionaires," And Jules says, for them to keep watch, uh, I'm going to go back down and look for Greer because I still don't know where the fuck Greer is. Oh, right. Okay. Cut to Sunrise Islands. Cut to Jules looking for Greer down below and she sees Katie at the end of a hallway. And so she's like, what's up? And Katie's like, come over here. Katie's like, she, bitch, what did I tell you? Yeah, and she's like, oh, now you listen to me. Now you come when I, oh, fuck you, bitch. And she's like, but here's your friend. And there's Greer impaled at the bottom of the elevator shaft. And uh, and also a picture of his fiance is like also impaled on a stake. And I was like, that's what you get. Cheating with ghosts is cheating. Mm -hmm. Cut to Dodge and Butch. And one of the tubes is clogged. So basically what they're trying to do is like suction a bunch of water out of shit. Um, Because, you know, the less water is in your boat, the better, I hear. <laughs> I think that that's how boats work. Yeah. So one of the tubes, like, gets clogged. And so they do rock, paper, scissors. 
<laughs> rock, paper, scissors again to see who goes down to fix the clog. Okay. So we cut to Jules and Katie again. And uh, she's like, and Katie says, can I show you something? And Jules is like, sure. What you got? So now Katie puts her ghost hand on Jules and Jules is transported to see all the shit that happened. Oh, shit. So here's what we see. This is all quick flashes. Uh, and the music cue was strange. It basically, if you can listen to Ocean, the soundtrack to Ocean's Eleven is kind of what we're listening to right now as we're watching this happen. Okay. So uh, puts her hand on her. Uh, so transports her back to that night. We're in the kitchen. Uh, and we see cooks putting rat poison into the soup. Cut to every, Cut to a bunch of people throwing up. Cut to the wire, slicing everyone. Uh, Katie, uh, Katie sees herself scream and kind of like winces. And then they sort of like run by two guys and they see someone's throat get slit. So they're just kind of seeing all of this play out. Cut to guys shooting a bunch of people that they've put into the pool and they execute them. Cut to Katie being taken away by two mobster dudes and hung in the closet. <gasps> Oh no, I thought she was the only one left and she hung herself, but me she, too. People me. so basically people like attacked the boat. The boat. Yeah. And this was like planned out because it was like the cooks and the servers and right. everyone. So they that poisoned was... people and it's quite a plan to be like, let's rig this wire to slice people in half. Right? Good lord. Yeah. So Cut to mobsters finding the gold crates. I guess uh, that makes sense, though, because I was wondering. I was like, wait, so, like, everyone on the boat was on that dance floor and got sliced in half except for yeah. Kate. You know, so that does make sense. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's fine. So mobsters find the gold. Lady in red is there, and she's, like, clearly, like, in on it. And she's just like, ha, ha, ha. And she's clearly, like, fucking one of the dudes. Right. Uh, and then that dude like shoots down all of the other dudes to be like, it's just our gold now, baby. No dialogue. We're just watching all of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then she turns around and she shoots him. Oh, shit. She's like, double just cross my gold after now, double baby. Cross. <laughs> yeah. And so she's the last one standing with all the gold in the world, except for one dude in the shadows. The dude comes over and we can't really see his face. He kisses her. And then we see a giant hook that, a giant hook that hangs things in boats. I don't know. Comes flying across and he hooks it into her neck like a fucking fish. Like where her gills would be. And then hangs her like that. Wow. And so she's hanging like a fucking fish on a hook. And then he takes her hand and he grabs it and we hear like a sizzling sound. He takes it away and there's a brand, a mark on her hand (gasps) now that's an anchor. The guy turns to walk out. It's Newbie. 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 I knew it was Newbie. I was like, when do I get to guess? When do I get to guess who the picture was? It's Newbie. (laughs) So now Jules... 
after she's seen this whole thing play out, she runs to the aquarium to be like, I think Gabe is in trouble. Sure enough, it's full of water and he's floating in it. Oh, no, Gabe. And in his hand is the picture that the captain gave him. And it's a picture of newbie. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. So she starts trying to break the glass. She can't, obviously. She's crying. Katie is looking on at her, also crying. So now we cut to Butch, or underwater, diving, looking for the clog, because he lost rock, paper, scissors, swimming through, looking for the clog, cut to Dodger upstairs, and Jules is like, comes in, and she's like, we got to get off this ship, Dodge. Uh... Gabe is dead. And she's like, that's why the three of us are still alive. He wanted us to fix his ship. Wow. Right. Okay. Newbie then comes in and is like, I just saw Gabe. What's happening? And Jules says, I don't know, but you and Dodge stay at the rudder. Don't let each other out of each other's sight. And Dodge goes, but I thought you said he. And no. she's like, stay. And she's like, don't get out of each other's sight. I'm getting Butcher. Okay? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's down there. Cut to Butcher. We see him get caught on something. And it's pulled in kind of like the wire it from the beginning. And he's sucked into some gear situation and ground up like a piece of meat. Oh, no. Goodbye. Cut to Jules calling for him, looks down. The hose is now sucking up red, and she sees his ground-up body float up to the surface. Uh, So now we cut to Dodge and Newbie, and Newbie is like, I'm going to go check on Jules. And Dodge is like, no, 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 no. She said to wait. She said we can't leave each other. Newbie then takes off his jacket, and he turns away from Dodge, and we see him kind of smile And he's like, you disgust me. She says jump and you jump. And he's like, I see how you look at her. Dodge then pulls out a shotgun and newbie is like, you know, when you kill someone, you go to hell. And he's like, you live for her. Are you ready to die for her? Question 14. What do you do and what does Dodge do right then? I'm going to shoot him. And he... Uh... He... Because... Uh, has she told him the this, this story? Not the whole story. But he was about to be like, he's da 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 Well, what she said was, uh, he, basically, she was like, he's behind this. He wanted us to, f- to fix his boat. But she wasn't like, he's, he's a ghost and here's all the things. That, like, she didn't go into detail about it. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot him. I don't know what the fuck that'll do. Probably probably nothing, but whatever. <laughs> Worth a try. Let's I go think for it. he's going to like confront him to be like, we know it's you. Blah, blah, blah. 
zero points. Great. And this was a tough one because he gives you a clue like right this very second that hasn't really been talked about. It's a scriptural issue. Not like a biblical issue, like a script issue. Um, Where he's like, when you kill someone, you go to hell. So basically, Dodge shoots him and he's now a sinner. Like he's committed a grievous sin. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So he can now be marked. Marked. Oh, fuck. Okay. So he shoots him. Uh, Dodge then walks over the body and like walks over to the body and his eyes are open like he's dead. Dodge leaves to go get Jules. Newbie's eye like moves to look. So he's not dead. Uh, cut to Jules trying to fix something and we see explosives and we see that she's holding like a trigger in her hand. Dodge finds her and is like, newbie is dead. And she's like, don't be so sure. And she's like, I'm sinking the boat. Like there's no, I'm sinking the boat. And Dodge is like, what about the gold? Dude, fuck the gold. So question 16 what do you do and what does uh, Jules do right then? Um, I think that hand in hand we are like, fuck the gold, newbies an evil ghost, demon, devil, I'm sinking the boat. Yeah. So she's like, he's like, what about the gold? And she's like, we're not getting the gold off the boat. Like, that's part of it. This isn't happening. And she's, Dodge is like, uh, Dodge is like, no, like, we can take the gold and you and me, we can have a life together. And I'm like, bitch, how are you, what, what life? How are you getting off this fucking boat? And Jules is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I can't let you do this. And she grabs the dynamite to be like, don't come any closer. Like, I'm going to push the button. He gets super aggro and is like, fine, do it. And he, like, throws the shotgun in the water, into the mm-hmm. water of her. And then Jules looks at him and says, Dodge, why haven't you asked me where Butcher is? And Dodge laughs and his face morphs into newbie. <gasps> And she goes, I guess that's because you already know. And newbie says, I guess, I guess Katie told you souls without sin can't be marked. But as long as I keep this boat afloat, we go down together. And he's like, I'm a salvager just like you. You salvage boats. I salvage souls. I collect a boatload and send it back to management. I don't send a boatload back. And they aren't happy. It's my penance for a life of sin. And he's like, but I'm willing to make an exchange. This ship for your life. So basically, like, you fix this ship and I'll let you go. And she's like, no, I want my crew back. And he's like, once a passenger is marked, they're mine. So Dodge was supposedly marked because he committed murder. Greer was marked because he cheated. Gabe was marked because he's greedy, maybe? 
and Butch. I don't know. It's a little nebulous. I'm like, I I don't know that everyone was like. So he's saying that they were all marked? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And uh, and like Katie wasn't because she's an innocent child kind yeah. of thing. Um, and he's like, once a passenger is marked, they're mine. Like, I can't trade them back. And she's like, then I guess it's over. She's about to hit the dynamite button. Newbie like looks at a beam and makes the beam swing at her and like knocks her into the water. Uh, knocks her down. Uh, and she drops the trigger. So like she drops the trigger on the bridge and then like falls into the water. He jumps down after her and he's like strangling her. And he's like, all you had to do was fix the ship. She then manifests a harpoon gun. You can manifest anything you want. Nice. She manifested a harpoon gun. Get it. And so you have this harpoon gun. What do you shoot and what does she shoot? I'm going to shoot a thing that makes the boat sink. I don't know what that is. Hand in hand. We're both going to shoot the thing that makes the boat sink. Correct. She takes the harpoon and she aims perfectly at the trigger that's on the bridge. And the harpoon easily pushes the button and the boat blows to smithereens. (laughs) We see all the souls floating up through the water. Katie is underwater, too, and she's beckoning to Jules to, like, come through. Jules is swimming, so she's, like, underwater now. Somehow she survived the explosion. Disbelief. Suspended. Um, And she's, like, swimming through a door, and she's trying to swim to the surface with all the souls. And Katie's soul smiles and, like, disappears into the ether. Jules finally makes it to the surface, right next to a conveniently placed floating suitcase that she's able to get on top of really Rose Rose. style. (laughs) Same brain. Uh, And she watches the shink, the shink sip. She watches the ship sink very fast. And I had a bit of a science question about that because she's not that far. And I feel like the suction of a sinking ship would pull you in like fucking Ursula creating a whirlpool type situation. (laughs) Uh, but apparently not. Maybe the ghosts were helping her. Jules is just floating in the ocean alone now. Daytime. And she's woken by a giant ocean liner horn. And she's rescued. Cut to the ambulance pulling up to the boat. Jules is brought out on a stretcher. And she's loaded into the ambulance. And she has view of the passenger loading bridge to this cruise ship. And she sees a bunch of crates being loaded onto the ship. And a guy behind all the crates being loaded turns to her and it's newbie. And she's like, no! <laughs> Credits. <laughs> Go ship. I love it. Yeah. It was fine. 
It's more fun to tell. I had a blast. Yeah. I mean, that's why I fucking love this podcast, because it doesn't really matter if the movie is good or not, because I get to tell you a fun story, and you're the best. Okay, let me tell your pants. Tell me my points. Tell me my points. Hey, Sammies. So, as you've heard, we have a Patreon, and we have some amazing BoneCon happening over there. That's bonus content. BoneCon all the time. We are constantly updating our benefits, and we would love for you guys to come hang out with us over there. And we actually have some deals going on right now if you join soon. Join for an annual membership by the end of 2020, and you'll get two months free. So, Sammies, what are you waiting for? Come on. Come over to Patreon. We're all hanging out. Goodbye. We're all going to stay alive. Oakley Doakley. You did really well. Yeah? You got four out of seven on your dead or alive's. Oh, great. Out of questions, you got 24 out of 32. Nice. For a total of 28 out of 39. Yeah. Great job. Killed it. You survived the ghost ship because you know fucked cruise ships it. and you fucked it good, but weren't greedy and didn't take its gold. Yay. Hooray. Um, so, yeah. That was so that fun. Was I loved it. Thank you for telling yeah. me this fun tale. You're welcome. So uh, I think this is next week is our Thanksgiving episode, I believe. Oh, it is. Uh, um, nobody do anything for Thanksgiving because our numbers are climbing. That's what Zoom is for. Sorry. Please, God, please, please just stay inside. Yeah. It sucks, though. It really fucking sucks. I agree. Really I'm hard. like, you know, I'm like, I'd love to see my family. <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, it's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. but uh, not my people dying my parents, of a virus is more of a bummer. My other family, <laughs> right? Oh no, I got what you mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so we're still yeah. not speaking after the uh, election situation, oh, but um, or at least one. You of and them. your stepdad, not your mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, we'll be here though for horror Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, uh, don't forget we have a live show 1212 for $12. Um, we don't have any information for it yet. So just (laughs) come back next week. Um, but we'll post things. Maybe by the time this episode is out, we'll have information for you. So who knows? We'll see. Maybe. It'll be exciting. It's exciting yeah. for all of us to find out. What information? Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, just follow us on social media at KKSAM Podcast. Um, you know all the things. We have a Patreon. We'd love you to join. We have merch if you'd love to wear a shirt or whatever with yeah. our sayings on it. And um, please write We're us a five star doing- review. Thank you to everyone who has written a five star review recently. Oh There's been some an uptick in that, so we really appreciate that because it does help us grow yeah and we're gonna be doing just for fun some um holiday giveaways to our patrons um of you know fun so, horror movie stuff and things and that's it this has been kim and cat stay alive maybe so until next week stay, stay alive, alive. goodbye
fucked me up. I'm done. 